Welcome to the Set Yourself Free podcast. Real stories of women who went from feeling like they would never make it in the online space to creating way more money and freedom. I'm your host, Carrie Beach, owner of Set Yourself Free. I'm a life and success coach that helps female entrepreneurs bust through self-doubt and fear so that they can have wildly profitable online businesses. I personally entered the online space insanely confident in my ability to coach women and have a thriving business. And yet when I couldn't sign a client to save my life, it was insanely frustrating. I speak to women every single day who have this experience, and I'm here to change the conversation so that you can step into your confidence and make more money doing work that you are here to do on this planet. Join us for season five, where you will hear 12 women's stories with creating their own thriving businesses and what it actually looks like behind the scenes to do so. We dive deep into topics you will not find in front-end marketing that will give you tips, tools, and a whole lot of permission to do life and business your own way, while also feeling less alone and growing your income and your impact. Okay, so my name's Tamika Carpenter Carlton. I am an entrepreneurial mom of five children, ages two to 19, three with special needs. And I help female entrepreneurs. I help them scale their business using systems and processes so they work smarter and not work harder. So talk to us about investing in your business or into yourself and maybe a time that you are investing and you are not seeing the results that you were wanting and kind of what was going on. I think, honestly, investing in your business is super important. When you invest in your business, so much change. So many doors open and it allows you to open up a wider range of your gifts and what you're able to do. I think for me... It took me a while to learn the rules of investing because mm. I was like, oh, I can do this alone. I don't have to invest in my business. I don't think. And then it was like, wow, in order for me to get to where I need to be, I have to invest. I have to put back into my business tenfold. And literally, it has been the best thing ever. And then it made me invest in myself even more, like take self-care, do so many things differently to look at life and just be like, I invested in something that's longevity and I invested in something that is going to be a lifetime and that's going to change my life and the people that are around me, their lives and the people that I work for, their lives as well. So if you're not investing, invest. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have any like tricks? Because I think we can all get into this place. Like now, once we see the benefits of it, we're like, ooh, invest and here are the things. But I think maybe before you have or that first like higher ticket thing or even just the first investment in your business in general can feel terrifying. Do you have any advice or just like run straight at the thing that you're afraid of? I think honestly... Go in full force. Like whatever it is you're afraid of, tackle it head on. Because if you wait, you'll procrastinate. You'll never get it done. And it'll affect your business in so many ways. That's what I did. I procrastinated. I just was like, I was afraid of it. I didn't want to go head in. I didn't want to, I didn't want to do any of that. So it steered me down a different path. And I tell anybody who's like going to be an entrepreneur or who is an entrepreneur, just dive deep, stay focused, 
and just go in for it. Go in. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if you know, uh, Jen Sincero's books, you are a badass or you are a badass at making money, but I was reading a quote of hers and it, it just reminded me when you're talking about that, because it's so true. Like procrastination is just fear. And yet like we convince ourselves it's something else and it's like, no, 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 we're just afraid of something when we're procrastinating. So how can we instead go all in like you're talking about versus like, you know, I don't know, scrolling or doing whatever instead of the thing we know we need to be doing. I think honestly, it's, if you like, if you constantly like have a calendar or some sort of planner and you constantly look at your to-do list and just stick to like three or five things on your to-do list and make sure you tackle them and you execute them. It's all about execution and implementation. If you implement and you execute, you're doing fine. It's when you're not implementing, you're not executing, you're not going to move forward. And it's like you talk yourself into, oh, I don't have to do it. Oh, I could put it off till tomorrow. And literally, it's affecting everything around you. That could have been done. Yeah. It's so interesting to me. I talk to people all the time that'll say things like, oh, well, I know what to do. And I'm like, okay, but why are you not doing it? So you might cognitively know what to do, but we need to figure out like why you're not implementing because all these people over here are, are like implementing the things and it's not about them, but it's like you have this dream and desire inside of you and I want you to succeed. And so how do we get you into your power so that you know like anything is possible for you? I think sometimes people really don't know, <laughs> but they put on a front like they do know mm. um, instead of asking for help. Mm. And I think, honestly, when you know you have a gift and you know you're meant to do something, it's you inside of your head, like psyching yourself up and you're putting thoughts into your head. Like I always say to people, like, can't nobody change how you look at yourself. Like the things that you put in your head, you allow to put in your head. When you start to retrain your brain and retrain your thoughts, then a lot of stuff changes for you, but only you can do that. Can't nobody do that for you. Yeah. It's so powerful, right? I mean, I, I work on mindset stuff primarily with myself and clients and it's just amazing though. There's the biggest difference. And I've been talking a lot about this recently. It's like, we can talk about this stuff till we're blue in the face, but like, are you actively doing the thought work involved of noticing your thoughts and then re rewiring and repatterning your brain? Because that's the difference maker. Like, it doesn't matter if we just talk about it. We actually have to do the mindset work around it. Oh yeah, of course. Definitely. Like mindset is like where a lot of people need help because mentally, you know, we're trained one way. And then a lot of times when we start to become entrepreneurs, your mindset has to shift. Like, uh, because you have to think bigger, you have to think greater than what than the place that you are now. And sometimes it is scary. It can be like you can be afraid, but it's you gotta think of it like the outcome of, you know, kind of like reverse engineering it. Like what will my life look like if I do the things I need to do? And if I jump out on faith or if I jump out into the world and grace them with my gift, what will my life look like? Like five years, ten years from now. 
Yeah. Yeah, it is because you have to have a different level of thinking than when you're like an employee mindset where you're basically following the rules of your job description, right? Oh yeah, of course. Definitely. I mean, like when you're an employee, like it's someone telling you what to do versus when you're an entrepreneur, can't nobody tell you how to run your business. Can't nobody tell you what to do for your clients and what your life only you can make those decisions. So it's it's a powerful, it's powerful and it's a, a game changer. It literally is. Yeah. So how do you, or do you just feel like you have a really good mindset around investing or do you still reach certain points where it becomes scary and you just have to like do it anyways? Or like, what is your trick there? For me, I meditate. So I meditate a lot. So when I feel like I'm getting to the point where I want to invest in something, but now my thoughts are reverting back to, I can't, I shouldn't, I won't. I go and I meditate to clear my mind and to remove all those negative thoughts and then start to think positive and just change my whole aura. But I also read books of people, you know, mindfulness books and people who, um, have actually studied and researched, you know, around the mind and how when you think of abundance, abundance comes. When you don't think in an abundant mindset, you you don't see abundance. And it's correct. I mean, I had to learn, but I mean, it's just a matter of, are you open to stepping outside of the mindset you have around money currently and that the mindset that you have to have in order for you to reach the peak of where you want to be? Mm, yeah. And that's so much of what it is, right? It's that willingness to try on different ways of thinking and being, because I love that you said you had to learn, like as all of us do, because we're not taught, we're taught the complete opposite. In fact, right? Like we're taught how to live in fear, how to do these opposite like ways of being and thinking than a growth mindset or an abundance mentality, And so I don't, I mean, I know very few people that really grew up having an abundant way of looking at money because I think most of us just haven't. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, like I said, you know, not a lot of people really know what it's like to be abundantly have a lot of money, you know, because we were always taught you got to work, you got to go to school, you know, you got to save money. And it's like, how do you do all those things? And you're not really making enough in order for you to really live. So when you start to think that I can abundantly make the money I'm worth, I can charge what I'm worth, I can actually be successful at this thing called entrepreneurship, it it changes the whole game. It literally does. Yeah. Yeah, because you're just so willing to see the possibilities. And I think... Uh, exactly like what you said with reading books of people that have gone before us or people that have different ways of being that we can learn from, then as we're open to learning that, because we have to be open and willing, because sometimes you feel like very crazy in the process, right? Of like, what? I have to like jump into this. I don't know. This feels like brainwashing myself or it feels just, it feels untrue, at least in the way I look at like retraining your brain for anything, it's not going to feel true. And you're everything inside of you is going to want to fight against it. But it's that willingness to keep trying and to keep showing up for it. 
But I think for most of us, I'm just like, why not? Because it is what you're doing working. Like, are you, you know, feeling abundant and successful in the way of like fighting for your limitations? Is that going well? Most of the time it's not going well. (laughs) You know, it's not. (laughs) Because when you start to limit yourself, you don't, when you start to limit yourself and you don't feel like you can go past anything than what you're worth, I mean, that's an issue and that's a problem that you have to like really sit back and look at yourself and look at what you're doing. But like I said, I I refuse to limit myself for anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like nobody should limit themselves in anything they're doing or any type of success or, or, or money because we're all able to make the money that we want to make. We're all able to go out there and be successful, run a business, run you know, have a successful career or whatever it is you want to do. But you definitely have to get out of your head this Mm. limited mindset. Like, get rid of it. Like, wash it away. Like, because when you start to limit yourself, you don't see the bigger picture. You don't see what's on the other side of all of it. Mm -hmm. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes that commitment to being willing to embrace a different way of being. And it's not, it's simple, but it's not easy, right? Like most things, like business is actually quite simple, but we overcomplicate it and make it out to be something that it doesn't need to be. But it's like, once we get into the place of like flow and ease and fun, it's like, oh, actually this is quite simple. We definitely overcomplicate it. You know, we make it, harder than it has to be but sometimes that's because we're set in our own ways where it's like we're used to certain things and because we're used to certain things we don't want to change because we feel like our way is the best way and it's not you know (laughs) and then it's like sometimes when we switch over and start doing things differently we're like oh that's all we had to do oh okay that's way better. You know, I feel better. I can breathe now. Like, cause the weight has been lifted and I'm, I'm telling you, like, listen, we all do it. We all do it. Isn't that the truth? It's so like, I love those times though, when you, when you are like so set in your ways on something and then you're like, okay, but I'm willing to try and exactly what you said. And then you're like, Oh, why didn't I do this years ago? This is so great. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Yep. And sometimes it feels better. Like when you try something new, like now it's like, oh, I did it. Like, oh, like I didn't know that I had that in me. And it takes you to like a whole nother level. And you're like, now you're pumped up. You're enthused, like, you're so like, yeah, like I'm ready. Like, let's go. Like it takes you to a whole nother level. It does. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Do you have anything else you would like to add about investing or showing up when things are scary? I would say literally, if it's scared, that's a good thing. Mm. Because what that means is that your breakthrough is coming. What that means is your success is right around the corner. Just stay consistent, stay the course, and it's all going to work out. You know, and even when it comes to investing, if you feel like, you know, you can't invest in your business, you can invest in your business. The more you put into your business, the more you'll get out of it. And that's how you have to think of it, literally. So I would say, you know, invest, invest, invest. And, you know, 
just stay the course. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you. I appreciate you having me. So my name is Arna, Arna van Gogh. I'm half Dutch, half Taiwanese. I've lived all around the world. Passion, my passion is travel um, and also exploring and learning more about myself. That's one of the reasons why I became a coach. And uh, my love for technology has also given me the uh, added bonus of being an automations coach. So what I do is I help entrepreneurs grow their businesses through strategies and also through technology because you'd be surprised how much amazing stuff is out there. Um, so talk to us about a time in your business when you were investing and you didn't feel like you were getting the results that maybe you wanted or you anticipated and what was going on. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we've all done this. So raise your hand if you (laughs) ever bought a course on a whim and never opened it. (laughs) Exactly. It happens. And because I think, you know, as, as online service people we're you know, we're one man, one woman shows. And so it's really easy to get sucked into like, Oh, buy my 37 email, whatever, you know, email templates or one year's worth of social media done for you. I've never used them. I still come up with my own stuff. And I think it's because like, you know, I keep going back to this, but I guess that's the core of my message. Like you need to love yourself enough to know that you are enough and you Mm. need to love yourself enough to invest properly in a one-on-one situation because that template is going out to like five, six, 10,000 people. It's not going to necessarily work for you. And so, you know, when you're doing the investing, stay away from like the easy, cheap bites and really think about who you want to work with. Really think about how you want to connect with somebody that is going to be there for you. And you know, this is why I love one-to-one coaching so much because you really get to build a relationship. I had a client who finished up with me towards the end of last year and he still like we still call once every couple of months. And it's not necessarily a coaching call, it's just a catch-up call because we've become friends in the process. But then, you know, a month ago we were um, we were having a conversation And suddenly it became a breakthrough session, right? Because Mm. this relationship lasts because like we create a bond that is so beautiful because we're, we're, I'm here to support you. And I was there to support him. And, you know, I helped him quit his job. He had his first five figure month. It was incredible. And yet there is still more to go. So, you know, one coach is not going to solve all of your problems. It's not going to be one coach and then that's it. You know, I, I like it when my clients outgrow me. Mm-hmm. Because it means that they've kind of moved on to the next whatever it is for them. And usually I've also moved on to the next you know, iteration of my business as well. So you know, I, I think it's so important to kind of create, get an understanding of what it is that you really want at the core. Mm-hmm. Like not, I want 10K, not I want, you know, um, I want tw- 20 clients. None of this, like, what do you want at the core? And, and this also, again, can evolve, can change. You know, I decided I I had a little coming out moment uh, of my own about three weeks ago. I decided to say out loud the words I've been thinking since I was 14. I want to be the head of UN Women one day. Mm. And so that's what I'm working towards. And so now when I look at my business, I'm thinking, what, how is what I'm doing now going to kind of feed into that final dream? Mm. And so now I'm re- reassessing my clients, reassessing my situation, reassessing my courses, because 
I want to have an impact and I want to empower people. And I want to share my story of being a Eurasian third culture kid that had no idea what she was doing because everybody was throwing their expectations on her. And, you know, she literally broke the mold. I want to help people break the mold and I want to show them that it is possible and it is so rewarding and it is so much fun. Um, you know, like, like yourself, like, you know, you're all the way in Vietnam. Are you still there? You're in Vietnam still? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the freaking dream. And I think, you know, a, a, a lot of people can benefit from experiencing that or, or, you know, getting a taste of that or actually, you know, getting the push and the nudge to say, you know what, I'm going to do what I want to do. And so, you know, now I'm, I'm, again, I'm reassessing my business and going, well, how, how does that kind of feed into each other? And, and for me, you know, it, it also means what am I going to invest in next? Mm. Because, you know, I, I've been kind of dabbling with different uh, spiritual modalities and I've been kind of, um, you know, doing breath work has been really, mm. really interesting. Actually, it's been really fun. Mm. And so, you know, I'm like, well, how can I bring that in? How can I incorporate that? Because that really speaks to me. And how can I bring that to people in a way that um, makes sense for them? Because yeah. obviously, at the moment, there's such a uh, there's such a disconnect between the spiritual and like the hardcore logic world. And you can see that th th there's more kind of connection happening. Uh, but then I'm thinking, this is me. I am mm. from two worlds and I have mm. managed to connect. So how can I connect this with the experience that I have? And so, you know, it's about looking at your experiences in such a unique way and connecting with people that also have those interesting experiences. Like you need to get a coach that knows exactly what they're doing because they have been there. They have done that. They have felt that. And so if you're going to get, you know, if, if you're going to get a coach that is really far removed from your reality in, in a lot of different senses, which is something I've done, by the way, then you're not going to get the results. You're not going to get that experience. And so my, I, I guess, if anything, I want to just kind of put out a word of warning, like just do your research, follow your intuition and, you know, really hone in on what it is you want your bigger outcome. Mm, and I love that because that comes back to like, what is your why, first of all? Mm. And like, how do you make sure you keep that at the forefront of what you're doing every day, which can be easy to get lost in that process of like, when you're not signing clients that you want to be signing and you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay for this? It's super easy to get disconnected from that why in that process of, um, being like, well, I have to pay my bills. I have to do this thing. Right. But again, it comes back to like, why did we create our businesses in the first place? And are we having fun on the journey? And then I think also exactly that it's getting the, the right support for you and knowing that it's such an individualized experience. And so I love that you said, trust your gut, because I think that's, especially as a woman, like that is the best advice for everything. <laughs> every, every single time. Every yeah. Single time. yeah. Um, and, and this is why I love coming on podcasts um, with other amazing coaches as well, because, you know, um, I, I truly believe there's enough, both you and me, like, I'm not here to compete with you. I'm here to share and connect with you and, you know, share our stories. And I, I just think that that's so wonderful that we can't live in a world where this exists. Like I don't have to compete with you because I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't. And and that, that also is so powerful because there is enough for everyone. There is, you just have to be willing to take it. 
Yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more. I think anytime we're in that competition mode, it's like, okay, what needs to be looked at here? Like what's going on and how can we heal and shift and change those things? Because ultimately, like, especially I look at the world of like, if you're doing one-on-one coaching in particular, like really, do we think there's not enough people out there? Like, come on. (laughs) I agree. It's so, it's so funny because uh, like everybody, I don't know, I guess maybe because like I've been in this world for so long, everybody wants to be a coach. And, you know, I actually had a sales call with a guy uh, who wanted to be a coach and he was like, I've read one book about being a coach. So I'm going to start coaching people. And I was like, okay. Um, and and I actually ended up turning him down because I was like, you know what? I don't want to work with someone that thinks that it's that easy you know, and obviously there were, there were a lot of issues about like self-denial and, you know, there was a smidge of arrogance there as well. Like I can fix people cause I don't need fixing. It's like, okay, thanks. No, thanks. You know? And, 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 you know, again, it comes back to self-awareness and just like the humility to constantly want to learn more mm-hmm. because you're going to be investing in yourself for the rest of your life. And so you're going to make mistakes, like welcome to being human. And that's totally fine. But like you said, you know, like the, the whole woman thing is our guts are so strong. My instinct has never been wrong, but my heart and my head have both been very wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. And we're just so conditioned to not listen. And so, you know, that's why I love so much of the unlearning process with people, because that to me is like the most important work we can do because we've been fed so much conditioning and so many lies and we think it has to be a certain way. And the more we can just lean into the discomfort of unlearning, because it is uncomfortable. It's like, oh my gosh, I've believed this for so long, you know? And like, how could it be this easy? How could it be this simple? Like, we just don't want to latch onto that because it feels like, what have I fought this hard to create and like believe all these years? But it's such a beautiful process when we can embrace that because then we do get back to our core of like, one of my favorite sayings is, you know, be who you were before the world told you who not to be. Mm, yeah, and it's just like, yeah, like who, who were you? Because it's all in there and you know, yeah. she's in there and she's perfect just as she is like whoever you are, but it's, yeah. it's really peeling back those layers of like, where is the wounding? Where is the harm? Yeah. And like, how can yeah. we get to the core of who you are and trust that that's enough? Um, have you ever done RTT? No. Yeah. So, um, rapid transformation therapy, it's called. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've had a couple of sessions done with uh, my mentor and she's amazing. And it's so interesting what comes up Mm. because you do like a little regression session. Didn't mean for that to rhyme, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, like uh, seriously, I've been doing basically. I've been working, and then free time has been Hamilton. So my words are now starting to rhyme. They have a beat to it. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, it, it's just so interesting. Comes up, and what you didn't realize you had to heal, and mm. even you know, and one session is just one session. There are so many more layers to this cake, right? The form, so many more layers to this onion, and so. Like if you experiment with these a little bit, you actually start to notice the patterns for yourself. 
Mm. Um, and, and I just find that fascinating. And, and I encourage everyone to kind of dabble in, in this kind of stuff a little bit because it doesn't have to cost the earth. You know, it, it doesn't have to change your life every time because that's, because that's also not normal. You know, it's, it's about those little transformations, those, those mini little bursts as you kind of go along on your timeline. And I think that that's, that's really helpful in, in learning like what you want and getting to your core so that you can actually invest properly. Um, in yeah. Yourself. Yeah. And to me, it's, it's really perspective. Like I was having a conversation earlier today and I think it's so true. And I think, well, I'll speak for myself. I'm so guilty of in the past, like having just a, a poor mindset around investing, especially as it relates to the online space. Um, but now I really approach it of like, okay, how, how I approach the rest of life, which is my perspective and mindset is up to me. So how can I choose to embrace every thing that goes on as an opportunity and a lesson versus like, oh my gosh, I, I, you know, did something wrong or I didn't make my investment back or whatever pressures we put there. But how can I decide that this is the thing that I need and I'm going to show up for it. And then ultimately like, also what I think is important to note is like our results are on us. Like a coach can guide you and somebody else can help you. But like my results are on me at the end of the day. Like not anyone else. No, I, you know, and this is so, I love that you brought this up because I know people that blame their coaches for a bad experience. And sometimes like, yeah, fair enough. Like, you know, they were a jerk, whatever. But at the end of the day, like every bad investment I've made has been because I wasn't ready for it and I wasn't aligning with it. Like, and, and that is on me. And, and, you know, um, I remember, um, I did this, I did a couple of sessions with this like energy person and like, it was wonderful, but it wasn't like, I was just like, okay. So then you move on, you know, you don't yeah. like, cause like, you know, cause I was crewing at the Tony Robbins event. There were so many people like moaning and complaining. Like I want my money back. You know, my zoom isn't working. So I want my money back. It's like, babe, your zoom isn't working. Our zoom is fine. Like there's 23,000 other people that are watching this and you're not. And you can't blame us for that. Like, well, we can't take responsibility for your Zoom. And, you know, that's, I, and I found that to be a perfect metaphor for the coaching world, especially because you have to make sure you have your stuff ready. You have to make sure you're at the right level. Like there's this one coach I would love to work with, but I'm not, I'm not that level yet. You know, so I can't, I can't, um, I, I could get out alone and try and pay her and, and do it, but I wouldn't be successful because I am not her ideal client yet. I love her energy. I love her work, but it doesn't mean I'm necessarily ready for it. And I have the self-awareness enough to admit that to myself. Mm. You know, I'm humble enough to admit that to myself. Uh, And it gives me a goal. It gives me an extra fire because I'm like, yes, I want to be one of her students. And so, so, um, so that's an exciting way of looking at it instead of saying, well, she's a load of crap you know, just taking your anger out on, on the situation, which I think is, is default for a lot of people. And sometimes I still, I still do it. And I catch myself. Like, Ooh. And yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's, that's so true to highlight and to give ourselves like permission to be wherever we are on the journey. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So and remember, and remember like Marie, sorry, Marie Forleo took forever, right? 
J.K. Rowling didn't make her million until she was 46. Like, we got time. Like, we yeah. really do have time. And, you know, with Hollywood also aging a little bit, like older women are being more accepted. We're fine. We are fine. If you want to be a movie star, you can still do it. So mm. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Mm. Yes, my name is Linda Whiteman, and I consider myself a motivational speaker and wealth coach. I love to educate women and youth about financial literacy and just want to motivate people. Yay, I'm so glad you are here. Thanks for joining us. Thank okay. you. Yeah. So talk to us about a time in your business when you were investing and you were not seeing results or the results that you thought you would see and what was going on. Okay. I would say I was doing ads through Instagram Mm. and trying to target a particular audience. And I wasn't really getting the results that I wanted just spending a lot of money in the wrong place, in the wrong place. So do you want me to say what, how I dealt with that or what? I don't know. Yeah. So, um, how did you figure out that it was the wrong place? Like basically, cause nobody was responding to you or kind of what was going on? Yes. I saw, so I was spending money in, on, on, um, Instagram. I was spending money on Instagram ads and I wasn't getting people to follow me. I wasn't really getting the feedback that I, that I wanted or needed. And so I really just decided that perhaps, perhaps my energy was going in the wrong direction because there's so many different ways to reach people. Instagram for that particular reason was not the best way for me. But there's other modes of um, trying to communicate with people that I had to use. Mm. And I love that you said the energy piece. So can you tell me a little bit more about that and what was going on? Because I think sometimes we don't want to believe that we have this ability to show up in our power, in our energy, and that that can also help our results. But the more I do this work, the more I just believe it's everything, <laughs> like absolutely everything. And so I'd love to, to hear your take on it. Well, I guess I can look at it from when I started my Instagram page, I, w- I had a lot of positive energy and I was just posting things that came out and getting a lot of people following me. And when I went back to t- try to duplicate it, I was really just in a different place. I was not really fully invested. I was not posting the things that I felt real, real comfortable about. And I think that when, I think when you, when you advertise or when you create something to draw people in, it has to be from a place where you feel like this is my best. I would say, this is the best thing that I have to offer. This is the best thing that I, I'm expressing and I, I believe that people will realize or feel that like this is your best versus uh, I'm just kind of doing it just so I can get more followers, but it's not really who I am. So I have to be mindful that what I post really should be from the heart or I'm not going to post anything at all. Mm. 
Yeah. And I think it can feel so frustrating when you're outside of your power, when people talk about these kinds of things, right? And like, oh, really? I mean, come on. It, does that actually matter? You know, but I, I'm just like, oh, it, it really, really does. And I promise anyone that is feeling disempowered around this, like if you could step back into a place of your power and stay in it long enough to A, be sold on what it is that you're doing, right? Which is what you're saying, because there's that huge difference if somebody is like, well, I mean, cool. If you want to buy my product, yeah, all right. Or like, here's why you have to have this product or service and here's how I can help you. And here are the things that I can help you with specifically if you're struggling in this area. Like, of course, nobody's going to buy if you're like, Meh, maybe it'll help you. Maybe it won't. But that's how so many people approach their online businesses or just business in general, right? Of like, eh, maybe. But it's like, why would we buy from somebody that's half in? And so that's always a controllable. Like we can do the work around that, which can feel really frustrating when you're outside of your power. But when you realize like, oh, all I need to do is like shift some stuff around here and then energetically show up from that space, like, cool, I can go do that. Yes. And I like how you mentioned power. You know, we all have power, but are we using it in the right way? Are we, are we shifting our power in, in the right direction? And yeah, if we, if we realize that we do have power and influence in, in what we, it's online, you would think, oh, it's online. I could just put anything, but no, there is, there is power in the words, the way we put words, the colors that we use in the post. There's so much um, behind uh, uh, online uh, or, or any post online that maybe we don't realize and we have to step back and say, okay, well, what, what is my image here? You know, what am I trying to portray and, and use colors and words and or, the order of things, what's most important to me, and then kind of put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. And really trusting and knowing that of course, there are people out there that want to buy what we have to sell, you know? And I think that is one of the things that we can really look at it from the standpoint of, do we have a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset around it? And I get that it can feel really frustrating when you're investing, like you were investing all this money in ads and it was not converting, but then you had to you know, take more of a bird's eye view, strategic view of it and, and say, okay, is this working and why not? And how do I get myself again, back into a place of power of, I can solve this. Like when we believe like there are always solutions versus like, there's a thousand problems, everything's not working. You know, it's quick that we feel outside of um, our control because yeah, you can easily see all the ways that like the ads aren't working, the people aren't coming, but it's like, well, who's right in front of you? Who can you serve right in front of you? And how can you use the skills and the expertise that you have? Because every single person alive, I promise, has gifts and abilities that someone would pay you for. Like, I fully believe that. Yeah. And I, I'm, what I did in my situation is I really just did not post I haven't posted what I didn't believe in or what I didn't mm. feel energetic. I just put that to the side and said, you know what? Let me invest my time and energy somewhere else. Mm. Maybe I can get a response in a different, you know, on a different platform. Let me look and let me talk to my inner circle. 
You know, mm. let me talk to the people who who know me and who know, you know, what I'm about and see if I can get some results from that because it's maybe a more personal approach. So and then I feel, you know, ener energetic and energized and I'm excited. And then I was surprised because now all of a sudden <laughs> people are saying, oh, I like that. I'm going to come and I'm going to um, go to your class because I, you know, I'm. I'm I taught an online class. And by the way, do you have another class after this one? I didn't really have to sell the next class because somebody wanted more of what I had to offer. And so, but I was, I was teaching that class from a different place. Mm. I was teaching it with more confidence and more, I'm going to give this class everything I have. Like, you guys are going to get as much as I can pack in, in, in one hour. And, and they felt it and they realized it and they accepted it. And I said, well, this is, this is maybe where I should put my energy um, into now. I'll get to Instagram later. Yeah. But not <laughs> well, and you have such a magical background and experience. And I don't know if you talk about that enough, like maybe you do now, but I'm like, let's brag on you. And literally because most people are struggling in debt and you have the ability to help them. Yes. And I don't really showcase that. I don't really talk about that as much, or maybe what I'm actually realizing is I have to talk from wealth from a place where people are at, at the time, you know, cause everybody is in a different place when it comes to, you know, life being, even being a life coach or being a, a wealth coach, you know, you have to really listen to what people say and there are people that I, I talk to that say, you know, I really don't have any money. I don't have any money. And I say, well, do you have $25 a month to invest in yourself and your future? Mm. And everybody's answer to that should be, yes, <laughs> I do. Because $25 a month is just the beginning and it's just about starting and saying, you know what, if I can have $25 a month, then, then I can have 250 later, then I can have 2,500 after that. But it's like, you have to, we have to feel like we deserve wealth and abundance. You know, you talked about scarcity and abundance. I deserve abundance. I deserve to be wealthy in every aspect of wealth, health, you know, wealth with, with having a support system and wealth with having money in the bank. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that expansion of what we believe is possible, right? That starts with maybe that $25. I love that because it is meeting people where they are of like, okay, if you're talking about the $2,500 a month for somebody who can't wrap their head around them, we've lost them, right? Like that's too big. They can't, they can't understand that. But the $25 a month, yeah, most people can get on board with that. Yep. And that's, that's where you have to start. And then, you know, um, that's where I started. Yeah. I started with $25 and, and vision and confidence. And I mean, I think that's, that's all 
what we really need in anything, right? If we believe in ourselves, we ha- and well, if we have an, a support system too, that's just gravy. But <laughs> but we have to believe in ourselves first, have the vision, and then you know the wealth and the the, the motivation and all those things will come, and then the energy, and then we have a support system, and then. Soon, you know, you're around people that are abundant and you're abundant and you're, we're all, we're all living the dream. Yeah. And that energy, right. is so contagious. And that goes back to that energy that I think everyone needs to be so conscious of when you show up online, you know, because it's still the same. I get that it's behind a screen and it's text oftentimes, you know, but that energy that we put out there is so important. Yes. And then when you talk about online, so what I try to do, what I'm um, trying to do in online teaching is get very excited about things and get my students or my audience involved. And that can be challenging, but there are ways, there are ways to share um, their pictures. There are ways to ask people to um, communicate, to express themselves, to answer questions. And so um, showing up online is really a transition for me because I'm used to talking in person, but still, we still have the the nonverbal communication, the silence or the eye contact or the wow, you know, all those things are... Uh, we still have have those nonverbal communication uh, ways to express ourselves, and we just have to tap into that more. I think because we're not we don't see each other, so we are we we're not next to each other. We just see each other. So how can we tap into 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 eyes? I, the eyes will tell you a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast. It is an honor to be in your ears each and every week. Please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And will you go ahead and do me a quick favor? Go over and leave us a review so that people can easily find this show. If you'd like to talk about the number one mindset shift you can make today in your business to make more money and impact, head on over to my website at setyourselffreellc.com and sign up for a free 30-minute call. Can't wait to chat with you so that you can have your own profitable online business. And thanks again for being here. We'll see you next week.